Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story involving a certain popular medieval restaurant. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, you, a senior citizen military veteran, can handle my hyperactive seven-year-old? Be my guest. This happened years ago with myself, a friend, my then-boyfriend, and his daughter. We couldn't do much for toys for this particular Christmas, but our family was nominated for an event called Shop with a Veteran. It's where kids get to go in a Walmart with a veteran and can pick out their own Christmas gifts with a set amount of money donated by civilians and other veterans. The thing is, only the veteran can go in with them. I had later found out it was because some parents had earlier tried to persuade their kids to get things that were more catered to the parents or another child instead of the child who was nominated. I can definitely understand the rule being enforced for this, but some children should have their parents with them. My boyfriend's daughter was diagnosed with severe ADHD and had taken her medication, but she had gotten very excited when she found out about going to get Christmas gifts of her choosing. We found the lady hosting and explained to her about the daughter's ADHD and how she can be a whirlwind when she gets excited and how she doesn't like to listen to people she doesn't know. When we explained to the lady hosting the event that one of us should go in with his daughter just to make sure she behaved, she understood and talked to the veteran who was going to shop with the daughter. He immediately argued, claiming he was tired of parents wanting to pressure their kids to getting things they didn't want and he wanted the daughter to have a good time picking out her gift. The lady tried to explain the situation, but the veteran wouldn't hear any of it. I can clearly remember him grumbling at us. I've been to war, I can handle a kid. Well, in that case, after the veteran took the daughter into the store, we saw two friends going in we didn't know they'd be there, but we were happy to see them. My boyfriend caught up with them and asked one of them if they could keep an eye on the daughter and the veteran. My boyfriend then emphasized that the veteran clearly thought he could handle his daughter, so let him handle her. We waited for about an hour when the veteran returned with the daughter. She was grinning ear to ear at all the presents she was able to get. The veteran looked exhausted and like he'd been through heck. He then yelled at us that the daughter was the most disrespectful brat he had ever met. How she had to touch all the toys and threw everything she wanted into the shopping cart and she was a nightmare when he told her she couldn't have everything she picked out. My boyfriend packed his daughter's gifts in the car and then took her back inside to start our grocery shopping. We couldn't do it while she was in there with the veteran because we had to wait outside for when they were done so we could immediately take her and her gifts. Understandable, they weren't babysitters. I decided to talk to the veteran and told my boyfriend that I'd meet him inside. I asked him if he was okay. He said he was fine, but why didn't we tell him our daughter was crazy? I promptly corrected him by saying she was not crazy. I explained her ADHD to him and how we only wanted to go in with them so she would behave. We know that she knows to behave around us, school, and grandma's house. 
how she doesn't like to listen to strangers, even if we know them and she doesn't. I apologized and told them that not all parents want to go in to use this as an excuse to get their own gifts. Some just genuinely want to make sure their kids behave. Later in the store, our friend caught up with us and told us everything that happened. The daughter had run up and down the toys aisles. She kept going back and forth from the toys to the cart, throwing in anything she could get her hands on. She even screamed at the veteran when he put some of the toys back. Typical behavior when her normal authority figures aren't watching. When she was satisfied with the toys she did get, she kept asking for candy at the checkout, which she asks anyone for when we go to the store. It was amusing to us that a grizzled military veteran was outmatched by a hyperactive seven-year-old. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We've since then been better off, and we donate money to this event every year, and even toys for any toy drive they have. The veteran still does the event, but he's more understanding when certain children need their parents to go with them. He does get the odd pushy parent now and then, but he handles them rather than flat out denies all parents going in. For every parent out there that might be like OP, I feel like there would be an equal amount of them that knows their kid may act out, but are more than happy to take the free babysitting for a while. Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is number picky? Okay. So, where I work, we register cars and issue plates according to what we have in stock. It's a common question for people to come in and ask for specific number tags, and normally if I have anything applicable, I'll try and accommodate as best as I can. Q entitled customer, EC. EC comes in, hands me his paperwork for his car, and a temporary tag. I want a plate with these numbers. I go, okay. I just restocked and I'm 99% sure I don't have those specific numbers, man. Nope. Entitled customer wants me to check for those numbers. I say no, we go by what we have in stock. He can check all up and down with all of my coworkers if they have a plate with those exact numbers, but it's slim pickings that anyone is going to have the exact number plate in their drawer. He quiets down while I work his paperwork up. He says, are you sure you don't have those numbers? Even if it's not the same sequence, I just want those numbers. I say, sir, I can assure you I do not have those specific numbers. Sign here, please. He says, yeah, but it's just an important number for me. Are you sure you can't check? I reply, I just restocked my drawer. I don't have those numbers. He says, okay. I finish up with the paperwork, start typing, get to the very end and tell him what his total is, that we take cash, card, check, 
money order, etc. Plate is already picked out. He says, okay, but are you sure you don't have those numbers? I'm fed up at this point. I've been lenient with the five times you asked, buddy. You want me to search? Fine. I pop open my drawer and go through the first rack of plates. This is a pretty hefty stack, enough to make a solid thump on my desk. Let's take a look, huh? He says, oh, no, you don't need to do... No, I insist. I go through them one by one. Nope, not that one. Not that one either. Oh, that also doesn't have the right numbers. Wow. By the time I'm done, entitled customer is saying, okay, I'm ready to pay. But I completely turned Billy Mays here and was like, but wait, there's more, and grabbed the second stack of plates. It must have felt like watching Jimmy and Stick of Truth during the unskippable flute scene, because we were not skipping any single plate. Entitled customer eventually got the hint that I didn't have his specific plate because he paid, and left saying it was a cultural thing for good luck. I feel like a bit of a jerk here, but I'm not an Etsy artist, I don't do custom orders. What we have is what we have. Now, to be fair, I haven't actually done any processes that allowed me to get a brand new license plate. I've just kind of always inherited them with whatever's currently on whatever vehicle I'm driving. Is it normal procedure to be able to, like, look around through a few things or, like, kind of ask for something? Why do I feel like most places would just give you whatever's on the top of the stack and that's what you get? This next story is a six-pack by any other name. I was in the army way back when the internet was new and computer illiterate commanding officers had their clerks print out emails so they could read them. As a young private, after work, me and my buddies would often stop by the class 6 store on post, an army liquor store, to buy beer after we got off duty. One day, me and my buddy grabbed a 12 pack of beers on the way to the barracks. When we got to the barracks, we had to pass the CQ charge of quarters. Basically, a guard posted at the entrance to the barracks. The CQ that day was a specialist, E4, who I really didn't get along with. He was mad he had to pull CQ duty, and he was always trying to find everyone's stupid infractions. He had taken a special interest in me for some reason. The CQ told us we could only bring six beers into the barracks. Since he was an E4 and outranked myself, E2, and my friend, E3, I was very respectful when I asked him what he meant. He pulled out a three-ring binder with the barracks SOP, Standard Operating Procedure, and pointed to the section that said a soldier could only bring six beers into the barracks. Interesting. I thought about handing my friends six beers and taking six myself to get around this stupid rule, but this guy would log that we opened the 12-pack of beer outdoors in the logbook and we'd get in trouble anyway. But then I had an interesting idea. I thanked the CQ and told my friend to come on. We walked back to class 6 and got a refund on the beer. Then we bought 6 40-ounce bottles of malt liquor. We went from 144 fluid ounces of beer with 12 12-ounce cans to 240 fluid ounces of malt liquor in 6 40-ounce bottles. When we returned to the barracks, the CQ wanted to inspect our package. He just about hit the ceiling when he saw I was carrying 6 40-ounce bottles. The CQ says, I told you you can only bring 6 beers into the barracks. I said there are 6 beers in here. I can count them off if you like. I then proceeded to count them before he could respond. Flustered, he allowed us to proceed. 
The next morning, the first sergeant, highest-ranking non-commissioned officer in the company, called me to his office. He yelled at me for about five full minutes before he calmed down long enough to tell me I was getting an Article 15, non-judicial punishment, roughly the military equivalent of a plea bargain. Why? Because I violated his SOP by bringing six 40-ounce beers into his barracks. That was when I heard the CO, commanding officer, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A captain in the next office over, call for the first sergeant. First sergeant jumped up and went straight to the CO's office. I strained to hear them talking for a few minutes. From what I could make out, they were reviewing the SOP and comparing to the CQ log. But their voices got louder as they started expressing different views and I could hear that part clearly. First sergeant said, But it says clearly you can have a six pack of beers. The commanding officer says, first sergeant, it says you can have six beers. The first sergeant says, but it's obvious it means six cans of beer. The CO said, no first sergeant, it's not obvious. Send that soldier back to work, we're done here. A couple of seconds later, I could feel the sheer anger as first sergeant stormed back into his office and bellowed, get the freak out of here. So I did. When you're writing out standard operating procedures, dress codes, general rules, You have to make sure your wording is ironclad. If there is any leeway to be had, somebody is going to try it at some point. Our next story is, it's us or grad school. I used to work for a company that advertises knights, horses, and real weapons. If you know, you know. I was a fellow spot operator. Basically, you point the big light at the horseman to highlight them. The company didn't seem to like hiring extra people for that position. And in hindsight, the turnover rate was pretty high. Plus, pay was $10 an hour. This is all important. During my work there, I'd had a major surgery which put me out for two months, requiring quitting and hiring back. That never seemed to be an issue. A few months after that, I developed a pre-septic bacterial infection to a mild form of sepsis. My fever was 103 and my heart rate kept going up. I was sick. This necessitated me being out for a week. However, for some reason, I had to miss an extra night of work and forgot to call in, largely because of my meds knocking me out. This was my bad. Again, important. At the same time, I'd been accepted into graduate school and had a class that met one Saturday a month. I was called into my boss's office to discuss the no-call, no-show. The conversation went as follows. Manager said, Hey Opie, you did a no-call, no-show. That's pretty bad. I said, I'm sorry, I sent you an email and a doctor's note after as soon as I could. I understand this is an issue though. Manager said, well, you've been written up for it, but that's not what concerned me enough to call you in today. I said, oh? They reply, you're asking for a Saturday off every month. That's our highest attendance day. We can't do that. I said, I thought with enough advance notice you could schedule around me. They say, see, that's just the problem. We've had to constantly lean into your needs. 
and now it's time for you to consider our needs and your team's needs. I ask, what are you saying? He says it's either us or this class. I said I need this class for full-time attendance, I can't drop it. The manager smugly says, well, I guess we'll see where we are in two months. I say okay. I left his office and told my co-workers I liked goodbye. Then I clocked out. He comes storming out to my truck screaming at me, asking how I could quit on him like that. I told him he wanted me to choose between grad school or this rinky dink job, and I made my decision. I then took off the costume belt and handed it to him, saying I'd bring the rest back when I had time. A week later, I got my first real stagehand job that paid $20 an hour. So yeah, freak you dude. I have a master's now, and I'm set to start teaching at colleges this next semester, and I'm a pro stagehand. Never give your employees crappy ultimatums. You know, I've never actually been to this place. I'm assuming it's that one place where the time you have is very medieval. I've always thought it would be kind of neat just to go there one time, but... If they treat their workers like this, maybe not. I mean, maybe the experience is trashier than you think. I guess they gotta recoup the cost of trained performers and horses and whatnot. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.